every single action that you have ever taken started as a thought. So when you change the way you think, you will change the way you act, and you will change the way you live. That is hyperconscious. No matter what you're going through right now or ever have gone through, the only way your life changes is if you change first. That is what we are here to help you do. A huge shout out to our friend and mentor, David Meltzer of the Playbook Podcast for sponsoring this podcast. Ladies and gentlemen, welcome back to another very special, as always, episode of the Hyperconscious Podcast. We hope you enjoyed our latest episode where we were lucky enough to sit down with the amazing Prepo Toplitsky. Today, for episode number 416, we are going to talk about what is the point of your relationship. So to provide some background here, Kevin and I hosted an event. You probably have heard of it, Top Notch Live, back in January of 2020. Like you probably have heard of it. Yeah, it's, it was it was a big deal. It was a big deal. Uh, no, it was really good. So we had eight speakers, and one of the speakers was the one and only Tori Eletto, and she mentioned right at the beginning of her speech, she said first and foremost, like the point of an intimate relationship is for growth, and if the point of your intimate relationship is not for growth, you're going to have challenges because. One of the only common denominators of an intimate relationship is having challenges. There's three phases. There's the honeymoon phase, there's the power struggle phase, and then there's the commitment phase. And what Kevin and I wanted to do is jump here on these mics and talk about what the point of an intimate relationship should be is growth, but not just growth in your relationship, but actually growth within yourself. Yes. Strong work. So something I have seen from various relationships, whether it's me or somebody I know, most people, I want to say most people, many people are guilty of this. You get into a relationship. Oh, yeah. And you stop, you stop working on yourself. You either are working purely on the relationship or you're working on the other person. This is something that I've seen time and time again. People get into a relationship. The honeymoon phase wears off. You know, you're six months in, you're eight months in, and you start realizing like, ah, there are some incongruencies between my partner and I. And instead of working on yourself, you start thinking, what can I change about my partner? Right. And then you stop working on yourself and you wonder why things start to fall apart. And I'm convinced a little bit in a weird way that this is why people have a different level of heartbreak after a relationship ends. Because it's almost like they're starting completely over again in a weird way. Go deeper. If you invest... So if you're in a relationship and you stop working on yourself, right. you lose all your progress. Yeah. Especially if you're trying to work on the other person, you put all of your energy into that, not yourself. Well, to quote Prepo here, he talks about creating the space between the relationship. So uh, Emilia and I have something she refers to as the we. The we is our relationship, which is actually a separate entity from her and I. Hmm. And picture if this was a whiteboard, you've got the we is above her and I, and then there's two me's. There's me and then there's her. If we're not working on ourselves, we can't... Imagine you only pour into the we, but you never pour into yourself. The, it should be a cyclical thing where you pour into the we, in other words, you invest in the relationship, but then the, the relationship is fulfilling, and it should be a cyclical thing. But if, if you stop working on yourself when you're in an intimate relationship, you're at least half of that relationship, so the relationship is unlikely to grow. You can pour all day into that investment account of the relationship, but if you stop growing... You're not pouring from an overflowing bank account. And I think this is why it's so important to have a partner who challenges you in the good ways. Right. Because we always say a relationship is a mirror. It's only a mirror if the person that you're dating is giving you a reflection. 
they're giving you something to look at, to think about, to change, to with their question. own example. Yeah, because I think, and and I would love your take on this too, Kev. Like, I think some people in my past relationships, there were certain partners of mine that would try to put a mirror up to me because they wanted me to change, rather than living that example and then inspiring me to change. Yeah. Those are two very different things. What's your take on that? I, I think you lead by example. I think that's the way to... If, if any... And that's what happens. In, like, I don't really have any specific examples, but like, if you're in a relationship and then you start to notice, oh, you know what? I'd really like if my partner did this. Instead of putting that energy into making sure you're doing that so you can raise the, the both of the ships in the in the harbor, you say like, you put your energy into blaming right? or say, or talking to your friends about like, oh, I really wish my, my partner would do this. What if you started doing that, your partner would see it and then either subconsciously say like, oh, I should probably be doing that too. Right. Maybe you'd find out that that partner, your partner doesn't want to do that and right. they have no interest in doing that. I'm convinced like if you stop working on yourself and you, you're only focused, I'll say specifically you're focused on your partner. You're just working on them right. in terms of their deficiencies and I think a lot of people do that I'm guilty of that for sure right I'm guilty of that can you give an example uh, back in the back in the old days of Kev back in the old days I'm sure there was like I don't know I, I don't have any specific examples like I, I don't know well because I remember for a time you told me that you would try to do whatever you thought the relationship needed at the expense of yourself I would almost do what I think the other person it's almost like I would do what the other person was working on me to do in a weird way. And you don't have an example of that? Not really. Like, getting out of my comfort zone more. Okay. Right? One of my relationships, that was a thing. Like, oh, I want you to get out of your comfort zone more. I did it more for that partner than I did for myself. Wouldn't that be an example of a good thing? Dependent. It's, it depends, because if the why is not big enough, you're not going to, it won't lock in. Oh. It's like borrowing belief. Like, you can borrow belief or you can, you know, cultivate right. it for yourself you can be inspired to do it for the other person but you have to have your own reason to do yeah. it type of thing yeah, yeah i just i don't know i i do believe like i've seen this in several relationships where it's almost like when you get out of that relationship you'd be you're at like rock bottom when in theory if your relationship was about growth you should be in a far better place are you heartbroken sure of course but i think most people break up and they have to do this introspect introspection is that a word yeah it is where it's like oh my God, I didn't realize any of these things about myself. Right. When it's like, I'm realizing th new things about myself all the all time. All the time, yeah. And a lot of it is painful, but in a good way. It's the work that we want to do. It's the, it's the, it's the revelation of like, there's, I still have a lot of junk in me. Mm. And this, this relationship is making me look at it. When a lot of people, the pain of being single again, it's almost like, oh wow, I'll never get another relationship feeling the way I feel with these demons and these limiting beliefs. Right? I don't know. It's I don't know if I'm explaining it well, but that was my breakthrough was like most people get into a relationship and they stop working on them. Yeah. This is and I'm convinced, and I told Taryn this. I know so many couples who when they get together, they're out of shape. I know. And uh, that might sound hardcore, but literally since I graduated high school, I've had an eye on that. Yeah, I have too. Genuinely. I've noticed this and and you know, quickly the timer's about to go off, but and this is just a good analogy. Let's use this as an analogy, okay? Because being in shape is the physical manifestation of good habits in the health and fitness arena. Over time. Over time. That's one example of not progressing. Okay? So if the point of an intimate relationship is growth and people are in an intimate relationship, what I've noticed is they either get in shape together or they get out of shape together. 
Usually it's the latter. Mm. And now imagine that we can see that physically. I have one couple in particular, I'll keep it anonymous, and this is with compassion, but there's one uh, girl who I had a crush on in high school who got into a relationship, and her and this guy really let it go. They really, really let it go, to, to a point beyond what I ever thought they would. Mm. And I know this person really well, and, and she was into health and fitness before this relationship, right? And so I, I just sit there, and I'm like, okay, well, the, the truth of the matter is when you're in a relationship, you're either going to get better with that person or worse with that person because the people you spend time around is the people you become. Mm. And if the point of your relationship is to grow, not only individually but together, you're going to be far better off. And I think that's the main takeaway. And the last thing I'll say is we're talking specifically about health. I don't know about, and this is, this is an interesting thing, if you get married, you are twice as wealthy in theory you have another form of income that you didn't have. Doesn't mean your spending habits are good. It means you have more access to capital, right? So, like, I can't judge, and I don't. I don't want to say judge. Um, there's not much to take in from like finances. Like a lot of people buy houses together. They have more money than they did before. It makes sense. More equity. More, and I more also credit. don't know how well their relationship is actually doing hmm. because I. That's fitness is the one thing you can't fake. Yeah. Right. Because like, you can see it. You can see it. If I see you in person, I can tell whether your your habits have been good or bad. You can tell that. I've been Jeffing because I got this thing. <laughs> the gut. I got the gut. It is what it is. Like, that's COVID. Clothes can only cover so much. Yeah, Kev. I know, I know. 10 second blip and then we'll go. Uh, the 10 second blip for me is... Uh, I would, what's the um, is the Tony thing? If you do what you did in the beginning, there'll never be an end? It's fire. I feel like that's a very... The reason you got the relationship in the first place is hopefully because you are working on yourself. Yeah. Don't stop going to therapy because you feel better. The reason you feel better is because you're going to therapy. That's like, fire. It's when you got to double down on it. Um, this is my, my 10 second blip. When you stop doing what took you to the dance, you don't get to dance anymore. Yeah. That's mine. That's, well, it's, I don't think it's mine, but it's fire. You don't get one because I use three. Okay. <laughs> Quick 10 second blip. I would say if you're in an intimate relationship, business partnership, friendship, try to make it focused on mutual growth and remember that you're at least 50% of that equation. Fire. Cool. Ladies and gentlemen, it is Monday if you're listening to this. We are actually jeffing because we're recording it at 1.30. Oh, yeah. And Probably it's supposed to be launched at noon, but we're going we're gonna to release it right now. Yeah. So if you're listening to this tonight, 6 p.m. Eastern Standard Time, we have a mastermind live. John Larido, a client of mine. We've had him. I don't remember what episode. I don't either. Uh, John is a leadership expert. He has been in the field of leadership and financial services for two and a half decades, I believe. Spoken all over the world on stages in front of thousands. High-level leadership. Like, John knows his stuff. One of my favorite things about John, though, is he's down to earth. He's a great human being with great morals and values, and he's going to be talking all about leadership. At the end of the day, the most important person in the world to lead is yourself. That's what John's going to be talking all about. Abraham Lincoln had a quote. <laughs> I know. He said... Leading by example is not the best way to influence someone. That's what he it's said. It's the only way. Oh, wow. Oh, That's fire. It's not really the only way, but I love that quote. Okay. Masterminds, 6 p.m. Eastern Standard Time, every Monday. Please join us. Again, uh, John Larito will be there tonight, but we also do these every single week. As a matter of fact, we just booked Evan Carmichael. We did. For week 22. Wow. So looking forward. Right on. And if you are looking for free coaching or free coaching calls, Alan and I are doing free 30-minute consultations. Alan on peak performance business. Track them numbers. Get them results. And uh, me on podcasting. If you have a podcast, you want a podcast, you don't know where to start, I do. I know a couple things because we've done 400 and 
16 episodes. Fire. All right, here we go. We're going to get out of here. Ladies and gentlemen, we hope you enjoyed. Tomorrow, we have a live mastermind from last week, 10 Ways to Be More Consistent. Everybody needs to be more consistent, even Alan and myself. So we sat down and talked about the 10 most impactful things that we could leave you guys with. And we got a lot of really, really good feedback. So consistency is the key to almost everything. Yeah. And if you are struggling with it, we have the answers. Please join us. We hope you enjoyed this, and we will talk to you tomorrow. Talk to you soon. Bye. Ladies and gentlemen, we hope you enjoyed this episode. And if you did, it would mean the world to us if you would share this with your friends. And if you have any questions, please reach out to Kevin or myself. Our contact information is in the show notes, and we can't wait to hear from you. Guys, we wouldn't be able to do this without you. So if you would kindly leave us a review on iTunes, that would help us make more people hyper-conscious.